e-commerce entrepreneurs, what is up? I am very, very, very excited uh, to bring you Christian Alatore and Zarar Amin from Cans Marketing. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Pat. Uh, so they are actually joining us all the way from Pakistan. I'm here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so it's quite a time zone difference. What is that, like 11 hours, guys? Um, eight. For you, it would be about No, nine, nine. sorry, it's nine, nine hours. hours, yeah. Nine hours, yeah. So it's like morning here and probably night there, right? Yeah, got the lights on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for, for joining me. I want to dive a little bit uh, first into the digital agency side of things uh, to kind of come at e-commerce from that perspective and, and, and your and your kind of your growth there. Uh, and then we'll take a, a little bit of a turn more into e-commerce um, from the store perspective. So uh, just first, uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and, and tell me about the roles that you guys each play within Cans Marketing. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, your journey. Cool. Go first. All right, cool. So my name is Zarar, like you mentioned. I'm the CEO, actually, of Cans Marketing. Um, so my role right now is, is changing, right? So in the beginning, when we first started, I was doing everything. I was an accountant. I was a lawyer. I was a Facebook ads guy. I was building the funnels. Every single thing, you know, we both were doing, like, you know, we were everyone, right? We had multiple different hats on. Um, but now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody's kind of like, you know, in, in that boat. Um, but then we realized we, you know, we said that we're putting in, you know, these 16 hour days and we feel like we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I mean, Albert Einstein says that def the, the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. We yeah. wanted a badass business. We want a huge business. And we were like, if we keep doing these things, we're going to be stuck inside the business. We're kind of on that, you know, we're like a hamster on that wheel. So yeah. we realized kind of switch our roles and kind of start working on the business right so now it's kind of we have about um i think we have about 12 full-time 12 full-time guys we work with about, with about 20 25 contractors on a daily basis so now it's kind of like i'm kind of i'm kind of like driving the boat <laughs> uh, yeah yeah a lot of reports from people um and i'm i'm basically kind of like setting the vision and and hiring people i have three basically main uh, things number one is keeping enough money in the bank, you know, keeping enough cash flow to feed our people. Um, number two is making sure our vision is met, and you know, our people, uh, the employees we hire, everyone we hire, everyone's on the same vision. And number three, which is one of the most important things, is hiring people. Um, you know, I think if you have those three things uh, as a CEO, you're doing pretty good. Uh, you know, yeah. do you find it? Do you find it hard to find good talent um, in the Facebook ads world? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's it's not That's easy. Everyone swears they're amazing, right? Everybody's <laughs> the best. In, not oh even God, like case studies and 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 uh, Facebook ad screenshots, like crazy. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. And then you you know, maybe yeah, it be that way. Yeah, but uh, you know, we uh, we just want people who are at least like, even like if they're mediocre, we can train them, and if they have a good sense of Facebook ads then I think we can definitely get them, you know, to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so have you, have you done more of that route then like hiring people that you then train to do, uh, to, to be rock stars in the Facebook ads world, or have you looked more for like the rock star that, uh, can be the rock star from day one? Um, I mean, we would love a rock star right off the bat. Right. But it's so far we haven't had any luck. Yeah. Um, uh, so the thing is that, like I said, we try to find people who are at least mediocre and stuff, and then we work with them, try to get them 
I'm going to try to find people who are at least mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been really lucky with a lot of with a lot of people that I've been able to work with that um, that have really like you know I run into both honestly, but um, but yeah, like it's it can be a little counterproductive if you have to train someone to you know to to help be able to help your clients. But but yeah, I mean if you have twelve full time employees, it looks like you you figured out that and you you've got that down. Um, I, I love asking this to, to agency owners, uh, like what were you doing before your agency? Um, and when did, when did that transition happen? Yeah. So before our agency, actually, we were both in college, um, at universities here in Cal in California. So I went to San Diego state and he went to San Jose state and, uh, we ended up dropping out after our first year. That's really what we were doing. I mean, we didn't know what we wanted to do that first year. We decided to go to college, you know what, cause everyone else is doing it. <laughs> You know, that was a cool I, thing. Yeah, that yeah, was I did, I did the whole college because everyone else was doing it too. What did you guys major in? Uh, well, we didn't finish college, but I was going. Uh, I was going for uh, business, but I didn't learn anything about business. <laughs> By the way, yeah. so in college and business, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I went for psychology, finished it, and then I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a psychologist. Like, what? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, that that's cool. Um, so you guys have a really cool story about your agency, about how uh, you went um, from $40,000 in debt uh, to now pushing uh, seven figures. I would love to hear what happened uh, and then how did, you, how did you turn the boat around? Yeah, so uh, the thing is, I'm not sure how old you think we are, but we're, you want to take a guess actually? Oh God, uh, not really. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, would, I would guess close to my age, so uh, upper 20s. Uh, so I'm 20, and he's he just turned 20 as well. 20. Yeah, <laughs> we started our agency. Oh, and he, oh my God, I'm gonna have like what? Yeah, we joined the, the interview with that. You guys are 20 and 21. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we joined the academy. Actually, I was 17, and he was 18. Just turned 17. Just turned 18. And now. No way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, for for uh, the listeners who uh, don't know what the academy is, that's that's how we actually uh, originally met. It's a it's an online program where uh, you know you get better at Facebook ads and, and agency building and everything. But holy what? <laughs> so wait a minute. So that's even a that's even a crazier story. So you were in forty k in debt before you hit twenty years old. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. So I mean, the thing is, we were broke, man. We didn't. We didn't even have enough money for food sometimes. Honestly, like I still remember the day where me and him and we had another friend. We literally emptied what was it? What you have? Like a it's like a little iPhone uh, earphone bag. Yeah, it was full of change. Change pennies, dimes, nickels, and we went to go to the ninety-nine cent store to get some some snacks. That's where we started. <laughs> so wow. we started from nothing, right? No money, zero. Um, so we realized, you know, everything like we wanted to get trained, and you know what we realized was. We, did, we, we read a lot of books, you know, personal development books, YouTube videos, and we came to know that we need a mentor, man. This, like, this thing, it, it's, you can succeed without a mentor, but it will take you like five, 10 years longer. So we were like, man, you know, as, as being young, we were very, we're not patient, man. We, we want it now. So we realized we, you know, we need, we need to learn from someone. Problem is no one's going to teach you for free, you know, for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So, so we knew actually, we knew Andy, um, Andy Seeley. Um, he's one of our, he's, he was, he was actually a rugby coach in high school. So we knew him. Oh, okay. So Andy Seeley guys is a, uh, he's a sales coach now. 
Um, and an, uh, another badass uh, agency owner that I hope to have on here one day as well. But go ahead. Yeah, I can actually get you connected to him if you want. Perfect. To talk Perfect. Yes. So, that's another story. I kind of accidentally, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, go no, go ahead. So you guys are super young. You're just getting started. You're you're uh, eager to, to get going, and you knew Andy Seeley. Yeah. So actually, what happened was the way we started our agency was by me making the wrong turn. I was driving my car, <laughs> and I know this is gonna sound weird, but I basically ended up next to my high school, and I realized it was a Saturday, and there's a rugby game going on. So I was like, let me just, you know, let me just stay here for five, five, ten minutes. Let me take a look. And he was a rugby coach there. So I watched the rugby game and then I was talking to him and he was telling me that, yeah, he's like, he was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm on the call with people, you know, we charge five, ten K. And I was like, five, ten K per deal. He was like, yeah. And he just said it like normal. Five, ten K for us at that time was five million, maybe more. A lot of those little headphone bags. Yeah. <laughs> so. The thing is, like, he was explaining to me about Facebook. He was telling me, like, all about Facebook, you know, like, the ad side of it. And I was just so interested. And I had, I had this gut feeling, like, this is the future. This is this is where I want to be. And I was so pumped up. You know, uh, I went to his house, and I was like, dude, we got to do this. We have to do this. We had no business background, no nothing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's how we kind of we kind of started. So uh, we, didn't have, we didn't have money, right? And what we realized, like I said, we needed money. So we kind of... Uh, we thought about who can invest in us, um, and we came out to you know one person, and basically we pitched him uh, our idea and stuff. And he was pretty good in SEO and like website stuff. So we kind of he's not like a he's not a, uh, a passive investor. He works and actually he's the one now managing the the whole office here in Pakistan now. So he was very interested in stuff. Uh, so he gave us uh, you know he gave us some money. It wasn't forty grand. It was ten grand. <laughs> you guys you know, you guys were 20 years old. You found a business partner and investor uh, and started your agency. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's with us. It's an amazing partnership we have. We're all like, we all lack in some areas. And then we all three of us like we're components to each other. So I think that's a really big part of our success. That is so awesome. That That's a really cool story. And so just since then, you've been growing the agency and, and, and obviously you've paid back uh, the original uh, debt and have now grown yeah that's awesome all right cool so uh just to like kind of open the topic of more e-commerce uh can you guys tell us an e-commerce success story that you guys have had so yes well we actually um we've had quite a few pretty solid sized brands come to our funnel we used to run the performance based funnel yeah um, uh, so not too long ago we had a she was an e, um, e-commerce store she had a makeup makeup removal wipes it was pretty pretty awesome. I don't wear makeup, obviously. You know, we don't wear makeup, and I was pretty amazed by the part yeah. myself. Um, so fell in love with it. But anyway, so she had a brand new funnel. She came to us. She's like, I can't do anything. I've tried. You know, we have no idea. And we're like, okay, what kind of targeting are you doing? Uh, and then you know, we got into some technical questions, and she just had no idea what was going on. They spent twenty grand, and they've made back two. So yeah. <laughs> a baby could have done better than that. Were they doing it all themselves? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I find that a lot too. Okay. Um, and so you went in, you did, you audited the account, um, you started up, you started up with them. What did you actually kind of, what'd you build out for them? Yeah. So we, what was the question? Sorry. What did you build out for them? Did you build out a, a fun new funnel or? Yeah. So we built out a brand new funnel, top of funnel, middle funnel and bottom of funnel. And, um, within, what was it two, two weeks, two. we started getting uh, over two X return on ad spend and uh, unvalidated funnel, brand new audiences. Brand and new we're spending quite a bit of money. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. 
That yeah. actually helps. You know, when the client allows you to have, you know, a substantial budget from day one and doesn't like tie your hands behind your back with a really small budget and, uh, you know, that always allows the, the gates to really open. You know, when you do find those winners, you can scale them up pretty quickly. I, I find that a lot, you know, like when you, that that path is seems to be the most successful with with our own with our clients as well when you have you know the 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 owner of the company that's like yeah i believe in this we know this can work here's a substantial budget and and let's make it happen versus well i'm going to give you a few thousand dollars and if i get something back then i'll give you a little bit more but you know it, it has to you know that path is just it can be really frustrating and so uh, I, I i i can relate with that exactly that's cool. So, so where, where, where are they at now? Or how did, how did you, uh, where did you end up, end up getting them? Yeah. So we were on the come up. Um, that was actually one of the brands that we were getting some pretty big return on ad spends for actually that was, um, 17 X we were hitting for her for, for a bottom of funnel. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cool. I mean, they're big already, right? They had like, they had deals with, um, uh, Ipsy, um, Sephora, Sephora Nordstrom, yeah, I think a couple of big other brands. So they were pretty flexible, and you know, like you said, they were giving, they were willing to give us the money and the time to do our to, to do our magic, and we just yeah. took it out. Yeah. One thing we really like to tell people is that to take some time to reflect. All right, so we still remember the moment where we went. We actually went to San Diego. Yes. It's a mall called Fashion Valley, pretty <laughs> high end stores there, and Sephora's there. So we decided, hey, let's go check it out. You know, he was actually in Pakistan. Um, setting up the office, and I was back at home. So when he got back, we were like, "Let's go check it out." And we, we were able to walk in, and we saw the product on the shelf, and it was just amazing. You know, we were like, "We're doing the marketing for that." It felt just amazing, you know. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, that that is a uh, that's definitely a special feeling. I I I recently had one where you know the the company uh, didn't exist prior to us working with them. Like they completely launched with us. And so seeing a company like choose uh, your team to to scale them from complete zero to now like 100K a month uh, is like the coolest feeling ever. And just watching your accounts grow and, and, and having that client success, it really fuels like further success within your own agencies and, and, and your other clients as well. It definitely bleeds over. Um, what are some uh, like, like major mistakes you see e-commerce store owners make uh, when you first like go through and audit their account, or you first encounter them and you, and you look through and you're like, okay, you've done this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. What are some really big common ones? But you know, the, the biggest thing, and I say it's funny because it just shows how people they they is it underestimate underestimate what Facebook can do. Yeah. Right. So they get on the call because I was taking calls for a lot of time, and then now I'm listening to calls because we have this development team. And um, you know, this this woman gets on the phone and she's freaking out. She's like, hey, my ads aren't working. I'm spending a ton of money, a ton of money. Which is like 200 bucks. <laughs> 200 dollars. Oh, yeah, it was 200 bucks. Yeah. They've so, reached like a thousand people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's not getting results. And, you know, I ask her, okay, what's your budget? 200 dollars. Okay, well, that's maybe a problem. And, okay, how long are they running ads? Two days. <laughs> well, you're really early on, you know. So that's one thing is that people don't. Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge, right? There's a knowledge barrier. And a lot of clients, even when they do onboard, we do our best to give them as much knowledge of how it works. But even then, they still kind of have this knowledge barrier because there's just so much, right? Even we, and I'm sure you, we all don't know absolutely everything about Facebook. It's still constantly new. Um, yeah. that's, that's the first thing that you know usually comes in. Yeah. It's just something basic like that. And then technical things inside of the ad account. Um, can we go into that? 
Yeah, I mean, they just don't have a fun. They don't have any strategy there. You know, they're just a lot of them are just boosting posts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it seems like it seems like Facebook makes it really, really easy for you know just business owners to hit that boost button or to spend a little here, a little there in advertising. And, and they should. I mean, it's their business model. They want th those little chump change two hundred dollars from this business owner times you know, a million small business owners is a ton of money for Facebook. And, you know, like they don't, they don't do the best job in letting those business owners know that when you boost a post, we're going to give you likes. We're not going to give you sales. We're going to give you likes because you're using the engagement objective in our, in our algorithm. Like they, they have no concept of how that works. And so you know, when I meet, when I meet clients that are, that are just boosting posts, it's kind of like you have to deconstruct everything that they presumed about Facebook ads and the way that they worked and then teach them about conversion marketing and, and, and that there's a thing called ads manager that has multiple objectives. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it like that and that just from like the boosting post thing. And then you go into like an area like events where you can promote an event on Facebook, but at the, but if you just go ahead and boost your event or promote your event, you're actually just getting res event responses in the Facebook platform. You're not actually getting Eventbrite ticket confirmations. You know, so there, there's like these mi minor disconnects throughout the whole system that a lot of business owners have no idea, uh, you know, what's going on. So I always thought that that was, that was pretty funny. What are... Um, you can't like deposit likes at the bank, you know? You can't go to the bank and be like, I got 2,000 likes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? not at all, not at all. and and. It, it's funny because that that's the game has really changed, you know. In the not even like maybe like five five to ten years ago, even less, it was more about engagement and it was more about content. Like I, I remember everyone saying like, "Oh, content is king." Like that used to be like a, a a saying that people would throw around. And like content is important, but like in terms of revenue, uh, ads are king. And, and, and making sure that, you know, your, your, your funnel is set up in, in the right way. And, uh, yeah, I, I see, I see crazy stuff all the time. I'll also see like other agencies and that have like just disaster exploded inside of the ad account and, and trying to go through that with someone else's naming conventions can be just an absolute nightmare. Have you guys experienced that too? For sure. Yeah. I mean, like we said in the beginning, a lot of people, they promised the world, they say, hey, we can give you some unicorns, you know, it's it's crazy madness, and they think they know everything, and uh, yeah. you know, we end up going in and just seeing the, the aftermath. I try to keep it, like, as realistic as possible with, with uh, like, when I when I speak with leads on the phone that are, that are interested in the agency, I try to keep it, like, as realistic as possible, and I find, actually, that a lot of them really respect that and really enjoy that because, and, like, recently I had a guy uh, I, I told him like, look, this is what I, I think is actually realistic and, and, and what, what we can do for sure. Um, more than that is definitely possible. And we're going to, we're going to aim for that, but this is what you can kind of stay comfortable in knowing that this is where we feel that we can get you. Um, and he goes, that is, that is so nice to hear that because I just got off of another call with, with an agency like a week ago who told me, yeah, man, because he saw he had a big ad budget. He goes, yeah, man, I can get you like a hundred K uh, a month within two months at at least a five five x return easily and like the guy was such a skeptic and he was so turned off from like uh the agency world because like 
he's not an idiot. He knows you're blowing smoke up his ass. You know what I mean? So it like, I find when you get really more realistic with them and more like down to earth, like they really enjoy that, you know? Um, can you, uh, like, so, I mean, you guys are obviously well-versed in, in funnels and e-commerce. Can you, uh, can you kind of explain a little bit of how an e-commerce funnel, uh, works and what's the difference between just putting up a link click campaign or just a one-off conversion campaign and, and actually building out a real funnel? So, um, just like a basic funnel is like, for example, we would run say video, you know, top of funnel, it could be a video of, of, of a client's product where they're, you know, there's, um, their clients, they're, you know, basically like testimonials and like what, what the product does and stuff like that. You hit that for like a cold audience, right? Yeah. Uh, cold audiences for the people who don't know, uh, people who don't know your brand. So you hit them with that and then you can actually even target in Facebook like 50%, uh, people who watch the video like 50%, 75%, 90% and then you can show them all different types of, you know, different types of ads uh, depending on how much they're interested. But you know, uh, just like a basic thing, the second part we just kind of like hit them with a product for example and if they don't purchase then we would just retarget them maybe with a with a bundle or with a discount code. Now if they do purchase, we can always, we always try to upsell them and that's a big thing a lot of people don't you know, take advantage of. So upsell them with one product. And what we realized was that there's a lot of people who will actually buy. So the people who buy that upsell, they'll buy another upsell. So send them. Okay. But you also don't want to send too many upsells because that's going to hurt your brand and it's going to, it's not going to be good user experience for the client. So what you can do is for the people who don't buy the first upsell, you don't show the second upsell. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, do that, you know, you can you can take so much uh, so much more money, and if you do that double upsell like that, and it's like it's like extra because it's it's hard to get uh, people you know from Facebook to the website. If you have them there, try to find as you know whatever you can to to increase that bottom line. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, to to that point, like uh, the things that you can do. So it's like building out the funnel and, and getting you know using the top of funnel to test your audiences with a video um, is something that that's super important. Then, you know, driving like middle of funnel conversion campaigns that, that are built on the backs of the data from your top of funnel, uh, like you were saying, like with the 50% viewership and, and things like that. Uh, and then having your retargeting. So if you have your dynamic product ads or, you know, whatever you have in terms of retargeting with like 10, 15% off, um, that's like the, the framework. But you're hitting on something that's that's super important as well, which is just uh, being able to uh, leverage it beyond the framework. So something that we're seeing ma like massively help a lot of our clients uh, in e-commerce lately is being able to utilize the the lists that we're building from these from these uh, these clients. So um, we just had two major flash sales for our clients, um, Labor Day and Columbus Day, um, and we saw like just about like more than about 10x uh, in, in revenue uh, from a normal day versus like the Labor Day, uh, Labor day sale. And if we made it a three-day Labor Day weekend sale, um, we saw almost 10x every single day. I mean, and it, and it like, it made the month just so much more uh, insane. And it's going after all of your past purchasers, all of your past engagers. It's really driving in with your, with your emails. Um, with, uh, we also have messenger campaigns that go out to them. Um, and it's being like, hey, you bought the product before, 
you know, you're probably going to want it again. Here it is again for 20% off. And you have to act right now because they were probably already going to buy it again at some point anyway. Now you're just giving them a reason to do it. So we saw massive returns. And then now going into Q4 where we have, you know, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas, New Year's. There's so many like little flash sale opportunities and those can just like tremendously increase uh, the turnover. And so, you know, yeah, absolutely. Being able to just leverage uh, your funnel a little bit further. And also uh, other uh, other clients of ours have, have really focused in on their back end. So, you know, we can do everything on the front end. We're all front end, what we do. Like, look at your manufacturer, look at the your suppliers, things like that, that you can, uh, we had one client that instantly recouped more than 10% profit from just uh, like 10, between 10 and 15% profit from a, a manufacturer switch once they hit a certain uh, order level with us. That's massive, you know, for a company. So yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you guys. Um, when you're uh, when you're mapping out a funnel for your for an e-commerce store, uh, what are what are some of the first steps that you look for? Like, what are um, what are some of the deliverables uh, that you're going to look for in terms of uh, the client having like uh, pieces of pieces of it that you're going to need? Like, do you um, do you get content made for them? Do you ask them for content, or how does that whole process work for you guys? So ideally, you know, who better to know the brand? The brand itself right and a lot of people they actually want to be part of that um process as well like especially the brands that we work with they want to be part of the creative process they don't say okay you take it you show us what you got they're usually they're like okay let's let either we send you something or we send you something to base off of you know something like that but ideally if we can get creators from them that's awesome you know we can always give our suggestions we do have developers on our end that can produce content as well um, and videos. Videos is a big thing right now. It's really crushing it. Yeah. And especially with the upcoming holidays, videos in account. And, and by the way, if you use video on Facebook, remember Facebook is competing with Google, uh, with, with YouTube, right? So YouTube, uh, Google owns YouTube. Yeah. And everybody's competing for a video. LinkedIn as well. So like video is the thing. It's much more cheaper than using, you know, like a picture or something. Yeah, your reach, your reach goes so far and you get so much, so many more people to retarget. Uh, <laughs> within your funnel it's crazy uh versus using images and everything um yeah and there's so many different like apps and tools now to just make those you know if you have to so like there really is no excuse to to not have like branded content for your store today um well this has been really great guys where i will i do want to ask you before we before we wrap this up like where do you guys see your uh your agency going in the next Two years, because you guys are moving so fast. I don't even want to say five years. I want to say like two years. <laughs> two years. Um, yeah. Let's just put out that we want to be a billion dollar company. Yeah. And our goal is ten years. So if you would ask ten years, billion yeah, dollar. Yeah, a billion dollar. Now, as far as two years. And you're gonna be you. So you have you have one office in Pakistan. Uh, you guys obviously work on the on the go, like all agency owners. Um, are you, I hear rumors that you're opening a new office somewhere? Yes. So before the before obviously this uh, meeting, we were talking that. So he's from Pakistan. He's got the background. So we decided to come here for the uh, for that office. And then I'm also I'm from Mexico. So we're deciding to hop out out there for a second office and just gonna keep expanding like that. That's um, awesome. It's a strategic It's not like where we're from. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a whole uh, thought process. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and you know I've spoken to mentors and like a lot of people behind 
before you know making this big decision and uh, all of them were like dude that is so smart <laughs> you know because uh, for agency owners the one of the biggest i mean for any business is like people right like, is the biggest expense so we realize if we can find quality people you know the, the same type of people and just pay them like one-fifth let's do that you know we can invest much more on our uh, you know on making our service better on and back into the business to make it even much more better so that's what that's what we're doing here and being able to scale that is like we know you know coming down to sops and systems and processes something that's repeatable so then we can scale it and that's how we've been able to create and set up this this pakistan office so quickly and we're expecting to set up that office in mexico pretty quickly as well yeah. and just keep growing it that is so awesome guys well you're 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 20 and how one of you's 20 and how's the other one both 20. i just turned 20. 20. just turned 20. holy <laughs> wow so i'm 27 i'm thinking that i'm like i'm the young like fresh face <laughs> oh my god i'm like ancient. Everyone, everyone tells us that and i just tell i just tell them dude just think that they're lying even though they have good intentions because man i'll tell you if you like if you think that you're you're getting successful and we think we're just starting out honestly like i never think i'm successful i'm just like i'm just i just put like the first foot in you know so if you keep listening to that then you just feel like oh you know what i am successful and you kind of just like put your put your foot off the gas you just want to just keep going forward and keep growing you know yeah yeah you know i something i think and i i mentioned this on the last show too something i think really can help everyone uh and it's a thread that i see in successful entrepreneurs it's a thread that I try to pull into my own life as much as possible. Something that I, I, I heard from uh, Grant Cardone, he's like a sales guru. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I, I, out of his book, um, I was reading maybe like six to 12 months ago, uh, it, he had a whole chapter called Massive Action, and it was just all about um, just never stopping and constantly going forward, constantly taking that next step, like stepping over your failures. Okay, I failed, next doing the next thing, doing the next thing, looking for the next opportunity, opening the, doing the office in Pakistan, getting the office in Mexico, get like all of your, it seems like you guys kind of, um, even if you hadn't heard that, like it sounds like you're kind of embodying that too, which is that whole massive action uh, kind of thing. Like just You're toast, man. The moment you stop, you're done. Like that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I do, I, I, I mentioned this with Paige on the last episode too. Like I'll often get like, entrepreneurial guilt if I'm chilling too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I could be doing something right now to further this thing and keep it going, da, da, da. And so it sounds like, like you guys, uh, like I, I own my business myself uh, and I have it in my team. You guys are like, like you guys are like partners. So you guys have each other to really, uh, really kind of bounce off of each other with that, uh, what is it? Uh, accountability. So that, that looks really cool. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us here. I think there's going to be a ton of value. Or there was a ton of, I'm sorry, there was a ton of value in this. Uh, and, uh, you know, for, for everyone that tuned in, and then I'm, I'm going to be posting this, you know, for uh, e-commerce uh, brand builders podcast. This is live in Facebook ads for e-commerce. And then also FAAB, which is uh, the group for Facebook ads agency builders. Um, I do want to, I do want to, um, Announce really quickly before we get off here uh, for everyone that's listening. I'm going to be speaking at Web Build It Con in Miami coming up this November, and so I'm super excited about that. Uh, and I'm going to be posting more uh, links uh, in the groups about that, so I can get uh, if you guys are in Miami uh, to to come on over and join. It's going to be really exciting. But thank you again so much for joining me. Um, and I, you know, I I I plan on kind of 
uh, looping these back around, like maybe like within six to 12 months, just to kind of check in and see where everybody's going, uh, what everyone's doing. I'm going to have some e-commerce store owners in here, uh, along with agency owners to kind of just get like both perspectives of like the e-commerce world, you know, um, the people who are really pulling the strings and the people who are, uh, I, I, I guess, either pulling the strings or, or, or holding the pocketbook, you know what I mean? So it just gets some really uh, good perspective in here. But uh, if that's my plan to kind of have people looping around. So um, I, with you guys, I should probably do it in like three months because you're moving so fast. Like who knows where you're going to be like even in three months from now. But um, thank you so much uh, for like for the follow-up. But thank you so much for coming in, guys. Um, and uh, it, what time is it now in Pakistan? You guys there? I think we may have lost the live stream. Thank you all for tuning in. I think we lost the I think we lost the connection. Uh, but I'll be reposting this video uh, in all the channels, um, and I hope to see everyone uh, tomorrow. I'm going to be posting in there as well uh, something special in the Facebook ads for agency builders group, uh, and I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day.